It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. So how should we start this? We're in the same room. We are in the same room. We weren't even in the same... Yeah, we were. We were in our kitchen yeah. last time. I was going to say, last time we were across the hall from each other. <laughs> so <sighs> This is what it would be like if we had a... Uh, a studio. A studio. Mm-hmm. And we live near each other. <laughs> and we had a babysitter. Yeah, that's... Guys, <laughs> I just ran up the stairs. Because uh, Carrie fell asleep, or woke up. Should we just start with howdy? Yeah. Howdy. Howdy. Howdy, guys. Howdy, y'all. We're in the South. We're, We're in Virginia. It's technically the South. Is it really? Yeah. They were the first to, like, something with the Union. Um, <laughs> sorry. You sound know. extremely intelligent. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> I didn't know they were considered the South. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> this is all being cut out. I don't know. I know what what, what words have I mixed up today? Levitating. Yeast. But it's leavening yeast. Yeah. And... What was the one at dinner? A com- combine. Oh, a combine instead of a compound. Because we're talking about starting a Catholic compound. Yeah. On like 10,000 acres. In Wyoming. In a mansion on a buffalo farm. Yeah. But- <laughs> Guys, it can work. It would be great. We would make it happen. We would hire a teacher to homeschool yeah, our kids. Yeah, because Cece and I are so set on homeschooling, but we don't want to do the homeschooling. So, <laughs> so you know. We hire a teacher. Yeah. Or we just live on a compound with a bunch of other amazing Catholic people. It would people be great. Trust, who are you have four families, school. pay them 100K. Yeah. And give them good benefits mm-hmm. and call it a day. And it'd be great. <laughs> and then I could work and know that my kids are getting an amazing education. And know that they're not being infiltrated by the leftist yeah. ideologies in public school and or even, exactly. even Catholic school. You even never Catholic know. school, yeah, honestly. And they're going to be catechized, although, like, catechesis happens at home, but, like, yeah. still, it can happen both. But it'll happen because we're on the compound. Right. So they're not far. And the dads are hunting buffalo. Right. And we are we're doing being, our thing. Doing what we do. We are, <laughs> we're Catholics infiltrating the secular world, yeah. bringing light to the darkness. Exactly. From a compound in, in Wyoming. Wyoming on a buffalo farm. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we've masterminded the past 23 hours you've been here. Yep. We've decided. Here we are. Yep. So, anyways, we should we tell them where you are? You're here. In D.C. She's well, visiting. Do you call this D.C.? It's Virginia. Virginia. But I guess, okay, to everyone else, it's D.C. To people that live in D.C., it's Virginia. It's Virginia. Okay. So, we're here in Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> we just got home from dinner. Slight burps and hiccups over here. Yeah, yeah, the burger. That's really good. Yeah, so pretty much Megan got in last night and I took an Uber to the um, airport. airport and then we took the metro back home. Yeah. And then we went to sleep and <laughs> ordered Chinese food. Yeah, we ordered Chinese food. Had some wine, had a friend come over. Yeah. And then, Caroline, we're going to have her on at some point, so we can name it. I have it scheduled. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah in yeah. February. Okay, so we're going to talk about ghosting in February, you guys, right? Yeah, yeah ghosting. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. So we'll tell you guys when to send in your ghosting advice and questions, because yeah. we're going to be very hit harsh on it. Hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on the head. We're not going to miss it. We're not going to dent the wall. We're going to hit it right on its head. <laughs> you don't even need a hammer for as what hard as do? we're going to hit this nail. Are you... You have to hit it with our fist. We're oh, gonna- good lord. <laughs> okay, I'm so glad I didn't just say something. It's just Megan has a high school brain sometimes, and I know that. Like, <laughs> yes! I know, but like you I saw, you saw like pig butt or something at the store and laughed. What are you? That was like a really. I can't even say it. It was so oh, mean. That looked weird, and oh, I couldn't stop laughing. So yeah, this morning we oh. went to Whole Foods. And we did grocery <laughs> shopping for, we're having people over Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And then we were making, well, Mr. S- Mr. Stash, which we are now referring to him 
our friends are referring to him as Stash. Yeah, so it's just Stash. Stash, yeah. I think a lot of, like, I like Mr. Stash, but I think a lot of people just refer to him as Stash forever and ever. Yeah. Just like, oh, Stash. Like, he has no name. It's just Stash. It's just Stash. It's kind of cool. It's cool. And even the people that know him personally. Like, know his face. Yeah, and his name. And his name. And Call his him story. Stash. Yeah. So, congrats, you guys. You're on the end. <laughs> you're on the end. Yeah, you're, you're in on the end. It's Stash. He doesn't know that yet, but um, when he listens to this, he'll know. Oh, no. <laughs> he listens Monday morning, and he tells me, he's like, it's not uploaded yet. I'm like, I don't know. There must be a glitch in the system. Like, he'll tell he's me. He's, like, waiting. I know. He'll tell me. I'm like. This is what we like. <laughs> um, what were we saying, though? Whole Foods. Whole Cece foods. wanted, Cece needed parsley. She asked what it looked like. I said, it's flower-like, like cilantro. She said, cool, do we just get cilantro then? And I was like, no, 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 it works. I'm like, I can't find it. And so I Googled it. I'm like, oh, it's fresh. It's yeah. not in the pack, pre-packaged. Yeah. So. So shout out to Google. Google <laughs> helped us out so much. But yeah, we're making a quiche tomorrow, which mm-hmm. is why we should go to 8 a.m. Mass on Adoration. Then we can pop that quiche. Mm. And, or right. I'll be up early and make the quiche before. Oh my gosh, she's psycho. I'm trying to be a good to. housewife. Well, <laughs> you can definitely sleep in with us and we'll all be happy too. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been really awesome. And yeah. pretty much... What we're going to talk about today mm. is how we're currently working on Megan being a good wife and me being a good girlfriend and yeah. how we've in the past been, because we were asked this, like, how do you be a good wife and girlfriend? And so we asked the men, yeah. how are we good wives and girlfriends? We like, shoot, are we good wives and girlfriends? <laughs> I'm like, wait, <laughs> like, yes, affirm us, stroke the ego a little bit, but like, also, <laughs> also we need help because we're not good at looking at I don't know the <laughs> advice because I don't know if like what I'm doing is it's good. good. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so we reached out and we, you know, jotted our own brain stuff down of what, what's worked in the past. And yeah, here we are. But before we jump in, we actually want to chat about Hollow, of course. Always. Um, always. And so, sorry, I need to swallow. Um, <laughs> I got some burger energy. I saw some umami <laughs> burger up in there. <laughs> I joined the Holy Hour Challenge a little late, but better late than never. And it's it's called the Holy Hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you said uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Holy Hour Challenge, <laughs> and it's pretty much building up all the way from one minute meditation to a full hour in prayer. And it starts with a minute, and then it goes goes uh-huh. on and like trains your brain That's to like sit cool. in silence. And, and like I have meditation, that. which is really awesome. Yeah. yeah. And literally over 13,000 people are praying it right now. So that's also cool that's to think really about. Cool. Yeah. Does it keep you updated on how many people, people are praying yeah. it? Yeah. It that's says 13,374 so. as of six o'clock when I wrote down this note. Wow. That's I know. really cool. I know. So yeah, Hollow's the best. Get your 30 day free trial on the Hollow app with www.hollow.com slash what in the dang heck. And that's how you can download the app. And then from there, it will automatically give you that 30, 30 day free trial. Hop on, tell everyone about it. You can do challenges with your boyfriend, husband, yeah. friend, dog, neighbor, mother, father. You know, your dog without appendages. Yeah, that dog will gladly <laughs> hop on the app with you. He can meditate. <laughs> Mo needs to meditate. <laughs> yeah, we haven't tried that yet. We've tried everything. How do you else. do dog meditation? I don't. Do you take a yo-yo and swing it back and forth in front of it? No, that's They'll that's just eat it. Wait, that's not called meditation. That's called. I was about to say hyperventilation. <laughs> I'm like hallucination. What is it? It is, isn't it? Swing a yo-yo back and forth. Mesmerize. No, oh my gosh, what is it? What is it? Hallucinate. No. Um, should I just type in swing yo yo back and forth? How to boingy boingy <laughs> No, how is it? Um hallucinate no no no. Bing, wish... bing, 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 and it like you know? and you are put in a trance. <laughs> yeah. Trance. Trance. <laughs> <laughs> did I even go to? Did I even learn English when you're putting the trance? <laughs> a trance. T R A. Sorry. <laughs> what is it called? Do, you know, do we need to phone a friend? 
Well, who do we ask? I'm sorry. We need to figure this out. I need to know. Hypnosis. Oh, there it is. It was an H. I said hyperventilation and you I said, said hallucination. Hyp- <laughs> Probably the listeners are like screaming and they think they're like, it's hypnosis. It's hypnosis, you dimwit. <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyways, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but hypno- um, hypnoti- hypnotize. Med- Mo needs to do meditation. Meditation. But I don't think hypnosis would work because he'd probably just eat the... Or we could acupuncture him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would work either. It might. Yeah. But hello. 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 30 day hello. free trial with www.hello.com slash what in the day. Heck, it's hello with a W. H-A-L-L-O-W. W. W. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do our heck yes and heck knows. Oh, shoot. I knew we were fading something. Yeah. Well, I didn't even think of it. Yeah, me neither, but I'm just going to come up with it. Should on the we fly. share one? Yeah. Okay. We can't do a pod without You're saying right. it. You're right. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Are we back? We're okay. Back with a heck yes and a heck Can I go first otherwise you might forget it? Yes. Okay, that's thanks. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, my heck yes is multi generational friendships. Ooh, that's such a good one. I know. And it's, I think tonight. it's, yeah, it's so underrated. Megan and I are early 20s, mm-hmm. and then we can hang out with couples that are in their later 20s, mm-hmm. and then hang out with couples who are in their later 40s, still have best friends in their 30s, and I think it's just so important because, yeah. number one, we all have a lot of similar views and perspectives, mm-hmm. but people give, although we have the different same outlook on thing or no same perspectives but different outlooks does that make sense because there's different experiences from each right generation generation. yeah and i think it's so important to have people like that in your life that maybe your parents age or whatever but aren't actually your parents or maybe like an older sibling's age but aren't actually you know your your sibling sibling. right no i totally agree i think yeah it's the conversations can just be so much more like wholesome right because they're not just from your same like, they're not from a bunch of college kids. They're not mm-hmm. from – it's, like, all kinds of different levels. Right. Yeah. Even, like, just – I think I think the way to develop that, too, is always around food. Yeah. Truly. Oh, 100%. Always around food, dinner parties, whatever it mm-hmm. is, inviting people to a dinner, to a brunch. Yeah. It's always surrounded around food. Every time I've developed – the best conversations mm-hmm. and the best multi-generational, like, get-togethers, it's always around food. Yeah, absolutely. I went to a dinner last Sunday and it was so great. And she cooked for me and she's in her later 40s. And I just admire her so much as a woman. But it was like so great, you know, just different perspectives. So that's a big heck yes that I feel like people don't talk about. Well, people don't strive for them. Like they don't think about it. Ours kind of didn't, ours happened by accident, but it's so great. It's the best blessing ever. Okay, your heck yes. Uh, My heck yes is. Other women, when you're traveling with a baby, mm. I was so impressed because I feel like a lot of people my age who are single, when they hear a baby screaming on a plane or something, they're just like instantly ticked off because they're like, get your baby to shut up. Like, I'm right. trying to watch my show. I'm trying to sleep. Like, oh my gosh, just like get your baby to be quiet. But everyone that I encountered, obviously the people that are mean are probably thinking in their head and not out loud, but the people that I encountered were so helpful, were so sweet, were so reassuring. We're like, oh, I was a mom too. Like, you're doing such a good job. Or like, we're talking to Smiles. Carrie as she's screaming. We're smiling and like genuine smiling, not like the, hmm, get your baby yeah. to be quiet. <laughs> like you could see that they're smiling right, with their right. eyes. Exactly. Because mask. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Um, and then I even had like flight attendants when I got here. Um, I tried opening the door to the family bathroom and it was like locked and three flight attendant women were walking by me and they're like, oh no, is it locked? And I was like, I think so. And they're like, or someone's in there. I think there's another diaper changing thing in the women's bathroom. But if there's not, like we can, we can walk with you down to this one. We can push your stroller for you. And I was like, oh my gosh, what the heck? Mm -hmm. And so I walked into the bathroom and there was another one. And I had one of them walk back into the bathroom and say, Hey, someone just came out of the family one. If you if you needed it still, and I was like, dude, like, I'm good. Thank you. It was just so nice and such um, refreshing. It was refreshing, yeah, because I think I'm so used to people just, like, hating kids nowadays and hating when they're loud, and I've just grown up on an airplane, and I've even thought it when I was, like, a kiddo when kids were crying on airplanes. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um so that was a huge heck yes. Because also, like, you don't you don't want the baby to be crying. I also don't enjoy this. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But then you have all this extra pressure from people you don't even know who probably have never had a kid. 
You right. know what I mean? That are like, oh my gosh, that's the most annoying sound I've ever heard in my life. And she's like, I am so sorry. I I um, was listening to a radio show or maybe it was a podcast and she had this happen to her where someone with a baby sat next to her yeah. and the woman was like, so I made everyone goodie bags. I saw this. You did? Yeah. Okay. And it had like earplugs in it, chocolate. Yeah, chocolate, like a little thank you note. Yeah. And it was so funny because I'm like, actually, that's really cute. And then yeah. it's like, okay, you're a lot more forgiving. Like, you right. know, some, you know, obviously the baby will be crying at least once. Right. So I love that idea. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So my heck no. Oh, this was my heck no. That- wow, guys. I know. It's the short-term <laughs> memory loss. It's like could be so you fast. You got to do that. the sapien diet. Avery said people with memory fog. Avery on this, he's been in quarantine for three weeks, and all of a sudden, he's like, I'm going to be keto, I'm going to be sapient, I'm going to be paleo. paleo. I'm like, this is a kick, Megan. This is a phase. Oh, 100%. It's a phase, and you're just entertaining it, and this is what makes yep. you a good wife. Which we're going to talk about later. Okay. I'm entertaining. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, pretty much, Megan and I, when we were at Whole Foods, we're like, oh, we should get hot chocolate. Oh, and so gosh, there was this like $9 hot chocolate. No, it was 13. It was was $12.99. Okay. And we grabbed it because it was the most expensive. (laughs) Well, our thought process was, I bet it's really good because it's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) But but anytime we saw something that was more expensive in the store, except for the hot chocolate, we were like, we don't need organic. What is this? This Literally everything. We're like, if it says organic, we don't want it. (laughs) We're like, give us the non-organic. And it's like. The cheapest one. I know. And in Whole Foods, all their like Whole Foods brand, everything says organic. Like Uh it could be water and it will say organic water. Mm -hmm. And you're like, perfect. (laughs) So anyways, we see this hot chocolate. It's like branded different. We're into it. We get it. I forgot I didn't have milk, so I put water with heavy whipping cream and some vanilla extract, and then I put, I warmed that up, then I put the hot chocolate in, and it pretty much just tasted like bitter chocolate in water. Chocolate, yeah. But I whipped it. Bitter liquid chocolate. But I, but I used a... Frother. Frother. That goes like what? Yeah, just like that, guys. Yeah. That's what, uh, we have a frother, my roommate bought one, and so I was like, I'm gonna froth it up. It looked cute. Did it, it was, taste great? Was it fun doing it too? It was you fun. Real fancy? I'll show you how to. I'll make coffee in the morning. You can froth it for me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to froth your coffee. <laughs> wow, am I blessed? <laughs> blessed with a capital B, baby. <laughs> okay, what's your no? Um. My- my heck no um, is also related to traveling, but I had a mask on and it was over my nose, but just over the tip because Carrie is always trying to pull it down and she's lately been trying to give kisses on my nose, like with her whole mouth. Um, and so I get on the plane and I get situated and everything and that Carrie's on my lap. She's bouncing up and down. She's like going crazy. And I have the flight attendant come by and go, would you like one of our masks so that it stays over your nose? And I was like, I paused for like 10 seconds and was like, how do I respond to this? <laughs> was she still standing there? It was it was a male. Okay. So I think that made it harder for him to understand anything I was going through. But um, I was like, sure, but I can't promise you it'll stay on my face at all with her. And just like looked at Carrie and looked back at him and just kind of smiled. And he was like, oh, I totally understand. And I was like, okay. So he came back with it and I just threw it in my like seat back pocket or whatever because I was like I don't I'm not gonna use this. yeah was it like a blue one it was one of the papery ones I was like okay it's definitely thicker and it's over my nose it's just barely over the tip no okay I don't get over the whole nose thing because if it's over the tip it can still suction around the nostril you know Wait, what do you mean you can suction around like this Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be on the bridge covering your other, eye. Right, and that's the other thing. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand. Have you ever put a mask on and then held a baby and tried to look down at them? You can't see them. They can't see you. You can't see them because your mask is under your eyelids and your eyeballs. Literally, Carrie won't. If you take off yeah. your mask and she's crying, she'll, she'll instantly calm down. She'll instantly stop crying. She can see you, and she understands that you're a person with a face and right. stuff. And she's like, oh, right. I literally had to do that multiple times yesterday. So basically, the whole heck no is masks. And I will continue to have them be my heck no for the next five years as COVID continues to exist. So. <laughs> yeah, heck no to that. Yeah. I got to get you my mask. I need your mask. Can breathe through it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. 
So I do don't we, have a smooth transition here. Do we say what? Should we say what they said they about said us, first and then kind of like go off of what they've said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. should we start with girlfriend? Okay, yeah, because we can that's start like with the girlfriend. transition, you know. Okay, so I asked Stash, Mister Stash, like how he sees me as a good girlfriend, and. He pretty much said affirmations. I give him daily affirmations. <laughs> and it's something we've done before we were dated. It was like a joke. Because mm-hmm. he said something about like a friend or whatever in a text once. And I was like, I think this is how it went. And I was like, oh, friend, really? And I like harped on it. Because mm-hmm. I knew he was like pursuing me or whatever. Yeah. And I wasn't going to let the friend word go. Yeah, I was like, he just said friend. I'm going to yeah. be hung up on this. Not actually, but, like, right. I'm, I'm going to make him feel embarrassed. So, anyways, then I was like, it's okay. I realized that you have to receive affirmation from me to now feel like you're confident in this relationship. <laughs> so, anyways, no, I've just I'm... been giving him, like, it will be a joke. Like, I didn't get an affirmation today. <laughs> I love that, though. I wish that was, like a, like, a common thing. Like, you give an affirmation to every single person you meet every day. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I just, you're just so good looking. I don't know what to yeah. say. I'm like. That's it. Yeah. Finish your affirmation. You, Take it and run with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you did a lot to make this happen. Genetics. I don't really know. But <laughs> what do you say today? He's like, I'm in a t-shirt. And you're like, yep. You look great. You look awesome. Black t-shirt. <laughs> black t-shirts do it. I know. I am telling Black shirts yes. do it. Yep. It's Something like red nail him. polish and red lipstick for us. <laughs> okay. Did we talk about this on the podcast? No. Before? So we were, we got our nails done today and I was like, so Caroline, my gro- good friend here, we had talked about this before, how whenever we got a nail polish package, like when you're, you know, in fourth grade and you get like a, for your birthday, like a nail polish package, yeah. our dad would take out the red because he said it was too mature, but hers said that it was like a prostitute color. <laughs> and my dad was always just like, it's too mature. Same with red lipstick. And so I was like, Megan, did this ever happen? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> my dad was like, yeah, the same way. Well, we weren't allowed to have them painted at all until we were like a certain age. I think it was like 10 or 13 or mm-hmm. something. But it was the same thing. Red was not even an option. Yeah, it was always it. taken you out. Weren't allowed to wear it. Weren't yeah. allowed to buy it. Mm-hmm. Weren't allowed to put it on. Right. Too mature. And we had our nail technicians today say, "Is that what you call them? nail technicians?" Yeah, yeah. Um, from Vietnam. Say that in Vietnam, it's the same way. People will think Red you're prostitutes. <laughs> the color for prostitutes. So. <laughs> like, but then also, I think like, I mean, Avery loves a red nail. Oh yeah, because it's like a womanly color, right? I think it's like a classic womanly color, right? And I get why young girls. It would be weird if a young right. girl had like. Red a deep nail red polish. nail polish. Yeah. But I remember when I put red on my toes and my dad didn't, like, notice. And I was fine. Yeah. This was on my toes. And I was like, I, I am mature. I'm rebel. <laughs> rebel in a conservative home. <laughs> so, anyways, we do daily affirmations. Like, sometimes it will slip, but it's kind of a joke between yeah. us. And then this is what he said. He said that, I'm good at communication, and that's what makes me a good girlfriend, and that I'm not childish, and I'm not playing a game where, like, he has to guess what I'm thinking or what's on my mind because I just say it, and I think that's so important because a lot of the times I'll get, like, DMs saying, like, you know, I think, like, I'm really worried about this in our relationship, and, like, I just want to move forward, and, like, I'm feeling, like, kind of stuck, and, like, I don't even know if he has a prayer life, and I'm like, well, did you ask him? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, who else has the answer? Right, right. What do you mean? <laughs> Why wouldn't you just ask? Like, if you have a question, ask it. Right. And so I'm not scared to tell him anything. Well, and and I feel like, too, with girlfriends, it's either that or it's, like, the whole want for attention yes. that they're insecure. So dragging it out and not telling them straight up gives them more attention and, like, it proves that someone in their mind it proves that he wants to know what's wrong with me he cares about me Uh whatever because he has to keep prodding because you won't tell him but in reality that's really annoying and really immature right it comes from a place of insecurity like or or the whole thing like yeah nothing's wrong and the guy's like what's wrong and you're like nothing's wrong he's like well do you want me to guess i'm not like right we're not playing a game instead of being like even before he has to ask be like hey, this is what's going on. This Mm -hmm. is what I need from you. This is how I'm feeling. And let him respond, not be like, what's wrong? Why are you acting like that? Like, that's just immaturity. Mm -hmm. You know, this isn't a game. This is someone's heart. Right. So, um, 
yeah, I think I just say what's on my mind and he then like in return feels comfortable to say or ask whatever. And it was funny because I was with his best friend and his roommate for many years and he was like, okay, so you know, you can ask me anything, anything you want to know about him. Like, I'll tell you oh like, my God. all the things, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and I had nothing to ask. I, I couldn't think of one thing because really? I was like, we've talked about it all. Yeah. I already know. And if I want to know, I just ask him myself. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's just like, that's how it should be. Or like girls that are like, you know, I really wish you would hold my hand. Like, I don't think like, he's loving me in the way I need. I'm like, well, did you tell him that? Right. Tell he's him not that you need. Guess. Yeah, what do you mean? He can't read your mind. Right. Tell him what you need. He would, if he mm-hmm. loves you, he would want that. He mm-hmm. would want to be what you need. And if he's not what you need, then he's not the right guy. Right. You know? Like, you wouldn't want to change him. And that's something that I've learned is, like, there, if, how do I put this? If that man isn't what you need... And you have to change. He would have to change to be what you need. Yeah. Then it's not fair for him to be in the relationship. Like you need to. Well, and I don't think it's gonna be um, not substantial. It's where like I don't think it's gonna be last. It's not gonna last. Someone can't be who they're not. Right. Forever. Right. Gonna happen. It would be miserable. And it's not. We're not talking about like. Well, they need to like step up and do some housework. No. It's like if they actually like aren't what you need in the sense of like. Whether it's a certain personality trait that's like entrepreneurial or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, or like they're not as these goals different. Right? You guys don't mm-hmm. joke about things. Yeah, the same you way. don't like, laugh. It's not gonna work, right? It's not, and it's not even. And this is something that Stash Stash brought up is that like, you know, he said he. This is his word. He said you might never want to go hunting or hiking or maybe even don't like baseball, but you still support me in mm. loving those hobbies and interests. And it's not like we don't have anything in common in terms of interests, but we also choose to support each other's interests. Literally. And it's very intentionally because if he loves something and I love him, right. therefore he loves it for a reason and I want to find out why, why he, loves he loves it. it. And support him in that. Right. Whether or not you give a dang about hunting ever. Right. You do now because you Because know I love him. It. Yeah, right. exactly. And same thing with cars. Forerunners. Love them. They're, the, they're my favorite. <laughs> but it's not like we're hyped up about it but right. i i've seen him hyped up mm-hmm. makes me excited and yeah. happy for him like if he's like babe can we watch this like car video today at lunch together and i like know he's been waiting for it i'm like yes and then we watch it and he explains it to me and i still have no clue how cars work the way they do but i'm like you know what that was great like <laughs> he was so happy and i feel like especially as women like if we see someone else happy because of I don't know, attention that we're giving someone or affection or anything like that. It makes, it fills us back right. up. So, and it's not just entertaining and we're miserable. No, right. we're not right. actually, we're like happy because they are happy mm-hmm. and, and they're I, sharing. There's something they love with us. Mm-hmm. Like that's so cool. It's not like I have to be a professional hunter right. to date him just right. because he has a hobby of hunting. Right. Like it's not that all. And some well, people do like, maybe some people are like cyclists and they oh love it. And that's their <laughs> thing. And you, you don't even need that. Like you don't need a thing, you know? Yeah. Well, you said it too. You were like, uh, when you went through your past breakup, I think you said something like we have so many things in common, but we didn't have the same end goal in common. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the same future goal in common. Mm-hmm. We had so many like, yeah, we were the same faith or yeah, we were the same age or we lived in the same area or whatever, but we weren't, our goal for our lives was not the same. Right. So it wasn't going to work. Right. And I think that's like telltale. Uh huh. Like how, like. It's not, we're not talking about heaven here. We're talking about like. Right, right. You guys, yeah, on earth. On earth with your families, with your jobs, with whatever. Like you did not have the same mindset about it. Uh Uh-huh. And so why would you try to build like this family in this like mini kingdom on earth with this person? Your domestic church. Right. You can't even, number one. You're not even on the same track. (laughs) And if you don't even see the, first of all, if you don't even see the church as the same viewpoint. Right. And how are you going to build a domestic church? Right. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty hard. So anyways, that's something that I really appreciated and he was able to vocalize and 
Yeah, I think that's really important. Okay, Megan. So, good wife. I need all the tips. Oh, but also, geez. I just want to know, like, are you being a good wife? Do I need to do some? <laughs> do I need to help Avery out? Do some talking to? No. Well, so ours the same way. I was like, I mean, I could kind of give some basic answers, but I'd love to know what he thinks I do that makes me a good wife. You know? Yeah. So he said, I'm extremely selfless and growing more so every day, and that was kind of the first thing I was going to touch on regarding being a wife because you kind of get into this routine of things. Whereas when you're dating, it's like always really exciting. And especially when you're long distance, it's like, oh my gosh, I can yeah. see this weekend. It's like and Christmas. Yeah, those three days are like the best thing ever. And then the next time you get to see each other is the new best thing ever. And it's just like, I don't know. It's always exciting and always changing. But when you get married, you kind of get into this routine. And so you have to figure out like, okay, you're going to get annoyed at each other. You're going to have a tough day and they're not going to know it because you may not have opened up to them yet for some stupid reason, I'm sure. And so you get into these moods. In or the minute moments. they get home, you don't want to be like, and this happened. Right. This happened. That's most often what it is. So you're trying to like suck it up and whatever. But then you have to like think, okay, how can I serve this person? How can I sacrifice for them? And how can I lay my, lay my life down for them? Because that's honestly what marriage is. It's constant love of the other person. And true love is sacrificing and laying your life down for another person. Um and so one of the things that's helped me whenever I've been in one of those moods or my day's just been complete trash and he comes in the door and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, he probably just had the greatest day out at work. And I was just here with this kid all day who was teething and crying. And I think, okay, how can I serve him right now? And I'll like do the dishes without asking for his help or something. And in those like little things... <laughs> And there's Carrie. Oh, if yeah. you guys can hear it, <laughs> she figured out how to get this toy that we thought was quiet to play music. Oh, heck no. This is getting turned off. So, Sorry um, about that. Uh, <laughs> she's like so ticked now. She's giving Zizi the death stare. But yeah, you basically just have to figure out little ways to love each other by sacrificing things like your time or your emotions or just things like that. Um, the next thing you said was I embrace my femininity and my vocation. And I think you could touch yeah. on this too because we've had talks about this. But when we as women like fully embrace who we are as women, it allows them to fully embrace who they are as men. And God's design is freaking perfect. And it's the most beautiful combo when mm -hmm. you're both able to fully and freely live out your womanhood, your manhood, whatever, um, especially in the context of marriage. Like if I were taking – I don't know, like parts of his manhood and like taking him on for myself. Right. Then he wouldn't get to be fully and wholly the man God has called him to be in our marriage. Exactly. Um, what would like an example of that be? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So the current example in my life okay. is just <laughs> letting him take the lead of whatever timeline we're on mm -hmm. in our relationship and not trying to control that because I have to trust that number one, it's the man's job. Mm -hmm. He's in control of that. And so, yes, like knowing my input is important, but also like I trust that he's smart and he loves me and he knows what's best. Right. And so that's something where like I have to let control over because or let control of, you yeah. know, because it's not about me. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's, it's about God and like that prayer and that decision between a man and God right. and whatever is next or whatever happens. Right. And so that's something where it's like, I wouldn't, I don't want to take that away because that is a masculine thing. And right. it would actually take away his natural masculinity if I tried to control that. Right. And something that that just sparked for me would be um, Avery and I both work. We like I have all of my various avenues of work. But if I work. <laughs> yeah, I work, Carrie, as hard as you make it sometimes. Um, <laughs> and if I were to like work myself to the ground just to like quote-unquote provide for us even though Avery very much so can with just his job I wouldn't have to work at all then that would be taking from him the responsibility to provide and protect his family right and I would be taking that on my back and I would be suffering as a result and our marriage would suffer as a result and our kids would suffer as happy a wife result. happy life Carrie's <laughs> <laughs> like all here for it Carrie agree. <laughs> so that's one of the things is that like living out your femininity completely and holy right and then letting and 
encouraging them in their masculinity too right but also when you live out your femininity is that the word when you live out your feminine qualities the man realizes more so what his masculine qualities are because he's picking up the areas that you once controlled right right Right. because if you have control over them he's never going to take them on because someone is already taking care of it right he's not even going to know that they're missing right he's just going to be like Cool. I was play pro- Xbox it now was- with this time. <laughs> exactly. It was supplied for me. It was provided. Um, the next thing he said was, you ask these kind of questions all the time. So, like, deep questions, um, thought-provoking questions. And I feel like Cece and I, again, are in the same boat here. Oh, my gosh. So many. <laughs> that's my job is to ask people questions. Which so- is great because then it adds depth to your con- Carrie's so stoked. It adds depth to your conversation and your relationship. Like, it's never just stagnant and boring and still and like, okay, cool. This is where we're at. This is comfortable. Right. We'll just stay here. It's like, no, how can we grow? How can we go deeper? What goals can we set? What can we dream up for our future together? And like, those are the kind of things that, I don't know, inspire each other and encourage each other to like grow and become holy. Yeah, holy and a better communicator better yeah that too Uh uh-huh just all the things um that's something that yeah miss mr stash had asked me a question and i was like i think i need a few days to like pray about it like get my ideas down like i don't want to rob you of a full-hearted answer yeah so yeah (laughs) i was like i don't want to rush whatever i like is on my heart to say so i actually wrote it down guys i wrote a letter i did it (laughs) um i'll give it to him when i see it see him in two days but um yeah like even things like that like if you want to ask your you know significant other a question and be like I want you to take time to think about it because obviously it was important enough to ask so I want you to think if it's important enough to take time to answer right so even that like writing a note or something Mm -hmm. and being like this is actually why I feel this way right because also like how do I describe it? If someone makes God's love tangible, if someone in your life makes God's love tangible, then why would you not want to also show tangible ways that you love them? Yeah. You know, whether that's like writing out something to give them, right? you know, so that they can go back to it or whatever right. it is and remind themselves yeah. too. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think it does. Well, because my first thought would be like, Whenever Avery gives me flowers, that's a tangible way. Mm-hmm. And I think it, this is about to get real, like, not real deep and theological, because we said we wouldn't do that here on this podcast. But <laughs> I think about, like, we know that God loves us. We know God forgives us. We know Mr. Stash, or Stash, sorry. <laughs> we know Avery loves me. But we need to be told it and we need to be shown it. Uh-huh. And the same thing, that's, like, what confession is for us Catholics. Like, we know God forgives us. We know God loves us. But we have to tangibly go somewhere and be show, like reconcile reconcile for it and hear it out loud. And so sometimes those tangible things are not only like hearing I love you, but it's also like the letter or the flowers or the pursuit or mm-hmm. anything like that. Because we're, I mean, we're tangible. We're beings. body and soul. Right. Exactly. Like that's why we have the holy sacrifice and we can see it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not just something where it's. I know it's like, oh, you can do it online. But it's like, that's why we receive the Eucharist because it's tangible. Right. right. Exactly. The body of Christ. Yeah. So. Oh, Carrie, you love Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Baptizes. <laughs> I got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's so funny, guys, because she's like completely naked behind this mic. <laughs> Just all the rolls are out. All the rolls. What else did uh, um, Avery say? You support and love me unconditionally. And I think that relates to what you're talking about, where. You don't have to be a hunter. You don't have to be whatever. But because you love them, you support them and want to know more about the things they love. Right. Um, and then the last thing he says was you love God and bring up when we forget to say prayers and you want to go to daily mass all the time. So what I thought about was like, okay, well, how are you encouraging your spouse to Christ? And right. how are you encouraging them? Because I talked to Avery about this back when we were dating, that I'm not supposed to be the leader. Yes. Um, Eve comes from... The rib of Adam. Uh-huh. She's supposed to be by his side under his arm. Yes. So I'm supposed to walk beside you and encourage you. But and I'm you're not supposed, supposed to protect to me while you're walking. Right. But I'm not supposed to lead. And you're not supposed to drag me behind you to things. We're supposed to walk together to him. And I encourage you. Um, and so that's kind of the whole thing with, I mean, God should be the center of your relationship. But if you're not encouraging them towards Christ and not holding them accountable 
in their prayer life and in your family's prayer life, then what are you doing? If you're not holding each other accountable in many areas, right? then it's not... First and foremost, the right. one involving God. Right. Like, then you're way... That's where you start. Because additionally, like that whole... I know we've talked about it, but the Fulton Sheen quote where it's like, the level of men are dependent yeah. on like the level of women and the standard they set. And I think that's so important, like not only holding each other accountable. Okay, are we going to, you told me you're going to confession. Like, did you go to confession? You told me that you were going to, for instance, Mr. Stash and I was just like, okay, I'm going to go to Pilates every day this week. And he's like, okay, great. Send me a photo of you at Pilates every day this week. That is awesome. You know, or like, hey, he's going to 6 a.m. to the gym at 6 a.m. I'm like, okay, cool. You better send me a photo at 6 a.m., you know, yeah. like I better wake up to or like something right. or call you and you're coming back from the gym or something like hold each other accountable to what you say you're going to do, not only in prayer, but in everyday life, because you know, like if you love them, you see their potential and their capability and how they're striving to be their highest and best self. And so as your partner, you need to help them in every way possible. Yep. I cannot agree more. That's that's all Avery said though. That was it. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like that we touched on a lot of things for girlfriend and wife. Yeah, I think another one is like tons of prayer for each other, like always praying mm, for them. Yes, um, going to daily mass for him. Yeah, like offering daily mass. One thing that's helped my relationship is asking Mary, like, okay, help me love him as your son. Like, how do you see him as your son? And so how can I love him the way that you would want your son to be loved by a significant other? I love that. And I never thought of that before. Yeah. And like, is him too. He's like, just like, how can I love you better? And it's like, we'll ask Mary how she would want her daughter loved and ask Jesus how, or, you know, how would you want yeah, (laughs) your your beloved daughter loved? Like, how would you want her treated? Mm -hmm. And that is the way I want to be treated. Yeah. And, and so, to treat him. And to treat him. Mm-hmm. In a non, because like when you actually think about it, it's like, okay, if we're both kids, then like that's Why weird, we some incest <laughs> crap going on. Um, so, in the non weirdest way, like, how would you, if you were speaking to their parent, how would you like them to be treated? Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. that parent's seen how you treat them too, you know? <laughs> like the whole Santa thing, like always watching. <laughs> They truly do see how you treat them and it hurts their heart or like, are what you doing? Okay. Something I heard the other day was like, how you treat someone or how you treat yourself, would that make Mary blush? And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, Where did I hear that? Oh, it was a homily I shared. That's what it was. I was like, I've heard that story. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, would that make Mary blush? And I never thought about that. Like, are what you do, like what you're doing would embarrass our, our, blessed mother you know yeah. and so like also take take that into account sorry some of this volume might be me turning my head away and I did not realize that and then I like continuing talking oh Carrie. another thing that I was thinking about are you sure I didn't talk about recognized of like f- making someone feel important did I talk about that on here uh I don't think so okay so pretty much I was thinking about this the other day and I was like and I was like okay how do you make someone feel important and I used to think oh if someone doesn't feel important by me that's their issue like clearly they're important to me that's why I'm talking to them that's why they're in my life that's why they're taking my time but it's actually our duty and our duty to take that on to make someone feel important if someone doesn't feel important then we're doing a bad job that's not about them it's not about their confidence it's not about how needy they are Whatever. If they're needy, then we need to give more of ourselves. And yes, they can, you know, work on them, like work on their own characteristics. But it is our duty to make someone feel important, whether it's someone for five minutes that you just met or someone that's loved in your life. And you need to ask them, like, how can I make you feel important? How can I make you feel wanted and loved? Like, actually ask them. And it also, I mean, it's relatable to the whole love language thing. Like, I could have a different love language than my partner. But it's not about me. How do they receive love? How do they feel important? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, oh, okay, cool. I can give them a gift to make them feel important. But really for them, it's just spending time and stop spending money on them. You know, like something like that. It could truly be that. No, I agree. 
So yeah, I think asking that question and realizing that is actually our duty. That's on us to make someone feel important. It's not, you know, their react- reactive state. Yeah. And I think that opens up just a lot of doors to ask, you know, how can I serve you better? Yeah. Because you only know, you're the one, like the other person knows how best to be served, how they, what they want from you. Mm-hmm. And if they say something that you feel like is out of character for you, then either you need to do your internal work or you're not the person for them. Yeah. And that's not fair to them because they know what they need and you're not what they need. Right. That got deep. That got deep <laughs> and very like aggressive. Nail on the head. Yeah. And we're not even talking about We don't even have a hammer. We're not even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But tons of prayer always. And also praying for the man to lead. Like pray yeah. that the man sees opportunities because that's not my job. So I'm not going to see the opportunities. You know right, what I mean? I'm right. not going to be like, oh, you need to lead here. Da, 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 right. Because that's not my role. I'm not going to naturally see areas that a man needs to step in. Yeah. I guess you could. I was going to say. You could if it's lacking. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. it's not lacking, you're not going to like be able to pinpoint it, I feel like. That's true. So that they, or they should be aware even before it's lacking, right? Yeah. So praying that they see areas that they should and step they in. And they step into it assertively versus waiting until you're like, uh, hey. Proactive. Nudge him. Yeah. Right. Because also nudging him, like, obviously the humility and the humbleness, they'll yeah. appreciate it, but it just, it should just be avoided. Like, right. they should see it, you know? Right. Because that's how God naturally designed us, but then sin entered. So then that's mm-hmm. what, like, blinds it makes it harder. So you just pray for that to – for his natural design to literally shine Click in. Yeah, shine through. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think this – we this actually, was fun. Yeah, this was a good combo. <laughs> this was a good combo. But, okay, before we jump into one or two DMs, we want to talk about a new sponsor we have. She's our age, you guys, and a business owner. We freaking are here for it. It's called Lucy and Willow, owned and operated by Lucy. She's Catholic, 23. Um, and Cece, take it away because my daughter is making noise. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Lucy's from St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out, Midwest gal. And she has a clothing boutique that's clothing and accessories for all body types and ages. Check them out on Instagram. It's L-U-C-I-E-A-N-D-W-I-L-L-O-W-B-T-Q. Lucy and Willow Boutique. And actually, their app is the easiest way to shop. You can search Lucy, L-U-C-I-E, Lucy and Willow Boutique in the App Store. Um, It has iOS, like Apple and Android. And I'll put the links actually in our show notes. Um, But they are awesome. And I saw some really cute scarves on there. And I was like, wait, I saw, I want that belt. Like, CeCe's a a sucker for scarves. I've been making Megan wear a scarf all day. (laughs) Yeah, I've worn like two of yours already. Yeah. I've been here for not even 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, check that out. We actually have a crazy promotion code. It's HECK30, HECK in all caps, for 30% off your first app purchase, which is clutch. That is a fat discount, you guys. A fat discount. (laughs) So yeah, Lucy and Willow, Lucy and Willow Boutique, BTQ on Instagram, and I'll put the app. We got to support our Catholic sisters and small business owners and literally boss ladies at 23, so go Lucy. (laughs) Honestly. Okay, so Nicole DM'd us, and pretty much what I'm getting from this is she needs some prayer requests because she's had a crush on her best guy friend for over four years now, and he has dated other women and stuff because she said it's a friendship and obviously there's been ups and downs to that when like this best friend that you actually like actually dates other people and da 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 anyways it's been two years post-grad for Nicole now and he's still super prominent in her life and she said that she just wouldn't be dating you know open to dating other people with him in the back of his mind like if you've watched Sex in the City pretty much her big um having someone in the back of your mind and so she wants that door closed so she can move on and so she prayed a 54 day novena for peace and she wrote a one or she wrote um a three page letter explaining how she felt and put it in the mailbox to him (laughs) oh my gosh this is so bold i love this so she said can we please pray for this upcoming week it would be greatly appreciated nicole you got it i'll say hail mary for you seriously that is so bold 
that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. 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 That's honestly impressive, and I love it. Offered it up to God, took action, and is leaving it at that. This girl took action. She's a woman of action. Yeah. We woman love, of action. We love to see it. Okay, this is actually really sweet. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You took a break. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. Just making farting noises in the background. <laughs> so, Jess DM'd us, and it's really, really sweet. She said, Megan and Cece, I know your DMs are probably flooded with similar with messages similar to this, but I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your podcast and for your witness. I discovered what in the dang heck a couple weeks ago, and it's been a breath of fresh air for me. It's nice to listen to something that isn't super overwhelmingly feel theological, which is what we were talking about today, and but also isn't lacking truth, goodness, and beauty. You guys are so cool and normal, which is hard to find sometimes. <laughs> Jess, thank you so much. That's exactly what we want this to be. We don't want, we want it to be a retreat. Like, we want it to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I totally get that. But we also, like, you have to understand, this is our opinions. Like, right. our Instagram has an opinion. Like, our, right. this podcast is full of our opinions. That's right. why you're here. Yeah. So... Like, we really appreciate that because you understand what the purpose of this podcast is. And Megan is over here making airplane noises. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm hoping our mic isn't that good. But we'll no, see when I edit this. Well, she gets what it is and she's finding joy from it, which is just like the biggest, like, oh, yay. She right. understands what this podcast is here for and it's adding joy to her life. Right. We're here to chirp in your ear. We're not here for you to take notes and write discussion questions right. off of and take too seriously because we don't take like it's it's fun to just joke around. So anyways, exactly. here we are. This is us. Accept it. Love it. And if you don't, then you don't have to listen. Leave I it. promise. Just We're not forcing it. you. We're not forcing you to waste an hour of your time a day. So <laughs> a week. Sorry. Carrie's so cute. She's just smiling. We need to go so I can just squeeze her. Okay. We love you, Carrie. You want to say something? Carrie, what do you have to say? What do you have to say, Carrie? Can you say She's like breathing fire. Hey, hey, hey. All right, guys. We just took a photo. <laughs> and you're going to see the exact environment we were just recorded this in. Yes. We love you guys so much. Seriously, I can't express how much how thankful we are of this. Like we're coming yeah. up on a year in a few months and That's so wild. I know part of me like wants to take a few months break, like make that a season. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Like it, it truly is. is, but we so enjoy doing it and it makes a scheduled time for Megan and I to catch, catch up, up every week. That is true. <laughs> and I think it's just formed a great community. One of my mm-hmm. girls, some girl I know she was at a young adult group in Florida and she met other girls that listen to the podcast and they oh. were instantly friends. Like, wait, you listen to the Wednesday Hack podcast? Pop tarts, nasty. I know. But next week we will be releasing a podcast that is. Would you rather? Would you rather? And y'all, some of them are hilarious. Some of them are juicy. Some of them are very personal to the dangers and hackers. You know, juicy ones are my favorite. Um, It'll be so fun, so good. So we will see you next week on the What the Dang Heck podcast. Oh, don't forget to um put your voicemails. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.